the IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey, my guys, it is me, IC Robots, and we're back for what is now episode six of the uh, Stuck at Home Show. Excuse me, I got to um, I have my phone. Let me let me turn my phone off. It was in my pocket right now, and I didn't I didn't realize I I should have done this before we started, and I apologize for not having it done. But um, we are here. We are still at home. We are happy. We're doing good. We're trying to um, stay. Stay constructive with our activities and stay positive with our uh, thinking, which is which is crucial at times like this. This is a, a very strange time, very weird time, but it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. I I appreciate you guys out there reaching out. I appreciate talking to you guys. Um, it's important to just kind of kind of look out there and, and think about the things that we have that we appreciate, things that are 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 there for us in times of need, like. Like music, like movies, like art, like streaming services, like like all these things. How are you guys? I hope that you are doing well. I am doing fine. I I gotta tell you, man, these three times a week, Cara, really, um, they are a challenge to my creativity. And that is something that I need right now. This is something that I feel like we all in need. If I wasn't doing this, honestly, I don't even know what I would be doing. I'd be watching... I'd be watching Silver Surfer cartoons on um, Disney Plus, which I got to admit is something I've been doing anyway. I would be watching Stargate SG One on uh, Amazon if I wasn't uh, if I wasn't doing this right now from where I'm at. If I look up, if I look directly up, I can see like a uh, a giant wall of wrap tapes. I have them. I have them in like little stacks inside of what would be kind of like a uh, cubby area. My desk, my home desk. It has, you know, like a basic desk, but then in the back it has shelves, right? It's like, it's like meant to be tucked into a corner, and it has like little shelves and little cabinets for, like if you were at work, this would be like where you'd put like your guides, you know, like your three ring binders or whatever that you have inside of a, inside these little holes, but I got, um, wrap tapes in there because I'm at home. This is something that I've, that I've mentioned, that I've mentioned before, but I'm looking right here, like at this one stack in particular, it's the one that's all the way over on the right, and there's a lot of good stuff in here, a lot of stuff that I'm happy that I still have um, in their original format. Here's Show and AG's Goodfellas. That's a real good one. That was one of my faves when it came out. I think it's such an underrated um, record, but it's not perfect. It's not great. There's a lot of great beats, a lot of great rhymes, and it is great, but it's not perfect all the way through. But what it is, it is a perfect 3.5 mic record. It's not 4 but it slams so hard that it pushes the limit of 3.5 mics. There's nothing wrong with being in the 3.5 mic range. Not everything has the excellence of a 4, but it doesn't mean you're not good. Here's some Eric B. and Rakim. Three Eric B. and Rakims in a row. Here is a Helta Skelta. Here is MC Hammer. Please, Hammer, don't hurt them. I picked that one up recently at the dig. It wasn't wasn't one I, I really wanted, but I, I wasn't, like, I'm not going to leave Hammer behind. Here's um, all three... Third base records, the Cactus. Here's Lords of Brooklyn, the Far Side, Redman, Redman. What the album Das Effects, the first Das Effects. That was my cousin Jason's favorite. For whatever reason, like how Inspector Deck is my favorite member of the Wu Tang, and how he like he speaks to me personally. For whatever reason, Das Effects spoke to my cousin the crazy. Beats, rhymes, and life. And then, um, the poor Regis teachers. 
Holy Intellect. I picked this one up at the last record store. I I don't think this is like a great um a great tape or anything, but it is one that I one that I have and like right now I, I had the case but I didn't have the um the cassette, so I was pretty happy when I saw that one on the on the shelves over there. While we're on the subject of the last record store, I miss that place so bad. When I when I do the show, I try not to talk too much about like things I miss and sadness and sorrow or whatever because that's that's like all over the place, man. When you come to me, you come to me because I'm the tsunami of sunshine and you want me to like shine some of that light down on you. But um, I miss this place so bad. I swear to you, when we are are off this, I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna like kick those doors open and I'm going to like inhale the smell of records. I'm going to look at tapes. I'm going to look at CDs. I'm going to, I'm going to come home with weird stuff out of the dollar bin. It is going to be like, I, I can't even tell you, man, I'm, I'm missing that place with a, with a lot, a lot of my heart. When I think about the places that I miss the most, I miss the um, record store. I miss the video store. I miss the movie theater and I miss the flea market. The rest of it, it could probably all go take a leap for all I care. But these um these things here are things that really like they tie my life together. You know, they like they put everything into like a a nice little uh little bow of my life. I wonder what are you guys? What are you guys missing the most? And it's best not to dwell on these things. It's best not to dwell on the sadness of not being able to do them. It's best to uh think about the joy you're going to have when you finally do get to do them. But what are, what are, what are some of the things that you guys are missing? Movie theaters, restaurants. I'm sure you guys are missing restaurants. Let's let's talk about things we have. That's um that's a way better way to go through things. I I haven't been watching as much on TV as I would have thought I I would have. I'm I'm not like a daytime TV watcher. I'm I'm like a nighttime TV guy. During the day I like to listen to pods. I like to listen to music. I'll listen to the radio even. I don't even care. I just I kind of need, like, background stuff on while I do my stuff. I do from time to time turn on, like, a like a movie during the day. Like, I put on um, Avengers Endgame of Disney Plus on the TV the other day while I was while I was doing whatever. It's just, I don't know. You want to have something on in the background. It's too, too weird to be at your house in, like, complete silence. But when I listen to a pod, I also like to, like... I like to listen to what they're saying. I want to, I want to hear what the topic is and, and, and get into it. So if I'm not going to be like paying like full 100% attention, I don't really want to have that on. But I also don't want to be like, I don't want to play the DJ all the time at the house. Like I don't want to put on a record and then I got to walk over and like turn it in like 20 minutes. I got to flip it, you know, to the B side. Or if I put on like a CD after, you know, like an hour, 45 minutes or whatever, I'll have to... I'll have to pick another one. I just like having something on in the background. And that's that's the time I'll pop in like these Avengers things or like Marvel cartoons, like random Marvel cartoons, the old Spider-Man cartoon, the uh, Silver Surfer one, like I just said. I also have the um, the DC Universe and I'll, I'll pop on like not Justice League Unlimited because I think that requires like that requires like really zooming in because it's such high quality or even Batman animated is like so high quality that I... Then I want to give it, like, my full attention. So I'll, I'll put on, like, I don't know, Super Friends or things of, of that nature, like, in, in the background. Or or one of those, like, random DC comic book movies. There are so many of those. And they're all they're all pretty good. But um, they also make, like, nice, less, like, background kind of stuff. I mean, honestly, overall, it's not really that bad. This is um an interesting time to be, uh, to be alive. We went grocery shopping 
today, we were really trying to keep this to a minimum. I know you heard me say that I went to the Dollar Tree the other day, but I swear that was like that was like an in and out. We're trying to keep this to the absolute minimum. We're like planning out what we're going to get. We know where it is. We're going to try to get in and out. We went to um, the grocery outlet, which I have found to be like more more well-stocked than a lot of the uh, Safeways or, or, or whatever, in my experience, as so far, what I've heard. Because when we go there, I, I get, like, everything that we need to get. We even got toilet paper today, bro. They limited it to one package per family, which is fine. But uh, we even got the TP. They had, they didn't have, like, tons and tons and tons. But they did have, like, a few boxes. Like, if you went there, it was, it was fully in stock. We did go, um, we went early. I was like, let's just get up. And let's dip out of here as quickly as possible. And we'll just go. Like, right now. Like, let's go, like, right this second and just get it over with as soon as they open. So we got some, which was which was fine. But we have some anyway. We're, we we buy ahead, usually. We, we don't necessarily buy bulk. But uh, when there are things that you know you're going to be using, like, again and again and again and again, we usually, we usually buy uh, mass quantities. That was definitely something that you needed. I bought a couple, um, couple more G.I. Joes online. They're not here yet, so that... That's me giving you, like, something to look forward to. There's going to be two vintage G.I. Joes coming in the mail. And they're the two that I've wanted for a while. I used to have. I don't know why I don't have them now. I probably should have. I just never saw them at the Flea. Never saw them down at a Ligotti's Toys. Never saw them at the Batcave. So I didn't have them. Why don't we, while we're here, we could do another, um, let's open another figure. I have so many figures that I bought over the years. I'm sure you do too. That like, they're just crying to be opened and they're not. This is, this is a Mattel Retro WWE Daniel Bryan. You guys know that I like these uh, WWE Retros. These, the Retros are just like the Hasbros. Like the old Hasbros that we know, you know, they're like four inches tall. They're plastic. They're, they're somewhat like vaguely cartoony, but not like full on, um, cartoon uh Daniel Bryan is somebody that I, I, I saw wrestle I saw wrestle in person once I saw him when he was uh Brian Danielson in Ring of Honor they did this they did this big uh like two-day wrestling convention at the Cow Palace it was supposed to be like there were going to be a bunch of like wrestling shows like independent wrestling shows with the main event of the shows being a Ring of Honor show ROH and there were going to be tons of guests like tons of people signing autographs like big Big time guests like Stone Cold Steve Austin was there, and just like all these people, DDP, you name it. But the uh, the show didn't sell a lot of tickets, and the whole thing turned out to be like quite a historic debacle. Sometime, uh, look up the um, Cow Palace Wrestling Autograph Show. I forget what it was called, but uh, we we actually had tickets, and we went to that, and we saw the Ring of Honor show, and um, Brian Danielson wrestled. It was it was pretty fun. When we were there, there were not a lot of people like we were in the uh the autograph room like the uh the merchandise room or whatever and i i'm not even kidding there was like me and the wife and that may have been it like maybe like three or four other people i i'm not the most like outgoing guy and this is something we've talked about before i don't um i don't want to bother these dudes if i'm not going to buy something if i'm not thinking about buying something i'm not going to get up in your space and bother you but if i wanted to I could have just, like, walked over and talked to Stone Cold Steve Austin for, like, an hour. Dude was, like, he was so bored that he was kind of walking around the room and just, like, talking to the other other dudes. He was, like, talking to the headbangers. He was talking to uh, the headhunters. He was talking to you name it, dude. I 
cannot remember who was it. Don Fry was there. He was talking to Don Fry. That was that was pretty fun. But let's um let's get back to this. I'm sorry, I cannot pick through this card. And you've heard me picking. Got it. My fingernails in there. We're gonna open him up. The American Dragon, Brian Danielson, aka Daniel Bryan. He comes with he comes with a stand, which is neat. Um, it looks just like him. The head sculpt looks all like him. He has a short hair. Not the uh, full-on long hair, not the shaved head. He has a big beard. I mean, you can obviously tell that this is him. When you push down, you can push his body down, and his head, his arm comes up like an uppercut. That's his, that's his action. Let's see what they call that. Daniel Bryan with... He has... It's supposed to be a devastating running knee. I guess... I have no idea. I mean, in the picture, it shows him landing on top of Sting. And the impact is like, I guess, when his legs go in. I guess. I don't know. It's it's a nice sculpt. I'm going to put him here with the other the other ones that I have. Um, he has one, two. He only has three points of articulation. Arms and head. But I guess that all the Hasbros are like that. Some of them, they bend at the waist, though. He doesn't bend. Well, he does go up and down at his waist. He doesn't... um. He doesn't bend. That's cool, though. I, I like him. He's all right. I bought him at the Kmart in Petaluma that um, is no longer no longer with us, sadly. That was one of my toy spots. We had to go a couple towns over, but you could find a lot of cool uh, different things there. The The Kmart was always good for uh, WWF toys, if that's what you're looking for. They got a lot of WWF exclusives, a lot of things like that. The, uh, the loss of Kmart, sadly, is... Um, that's a big hit, man. That's like, that's as big a loss. Not necessarily as Toys R Us, but it is, it is a loss for sure. I'm a Toys R Us slash Kmart guy. It's me. What is this again? It's me. You said to call if I got any people interested in Flugenville. Who is interested in Flugenville? Eh, just some guy alone. Sounds like a real creep. Yeah, you want me to take care of him? Yes. I can fix the brakes. Kill him. How much do I owe you? Nine fifty. Here you go. Thanks. Just down the hill. This is some hill. That guy was right. Have to do this in first gear. Brakes. Where are the brakes? I'm out of control. You will never ask about Flugenville again, will you? Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, we have been trying to reach you about the trip to the Bahamas. We want to deliver it to you in person, but due to the current situation, we are unable to deliver the prize to you in person. Be advised that should the situation change, we will deliver the prize to you in person when you are home by yourself. Thank you. Wow, that, uh... That's no good. I really, I really wanted that trip to the Bahamas, dude. But I, I guess with the um, current uh, climate of the world, that's not, that's not going to be possible. Um, I was, I was out walking the dog earlier today. Maybe it was yesterday. 
I'm not sure. The days are starting to blend together, but I was I was out walking the dog and I'm going through the uh, middle school like like I do usually and I'm I'm coming out and I could see I could see a family like up on the sidewalk. It was like a mom, a dad, two kids walking the dog. Very very wholesome uh stuff. But then all of a sudden the boy that was with them, I'm assuming it's their son. He uh he all of a sudden like he broke free. He broke free from the pack. And he started running, like, directly toward me. I have no idea why. I have never seen this family in my life. And he started, he started running, just, like, right toward me. And I, I shot him a look, right? Because we're in this, uh, we're in, you know, this period of, like, social distancing, right? I didn't, I didn't want anybody unknown up in my zone. So I, I shot him a look, like, I turned, like, what are you doing? But he kept running toward me. Like, he's running, like, right toward me. And I'm like... Stop, kid, stop, stop. And he's coming toward me. I'm thinking like, this is one of those situations where if you're like a civilian running toward a cop and he's just like, stop, hit the ground, stop. This is how, this is how people wind up getting blasted, right? This is how innocent civilians wind up getting shot up because they don't pay attention. But homies, homies coming toward me at like this reckless pace. And like, look, I know nothing's going to happen. I know he's just being a kid, but you got to admit when we're all we're all out, you're you're a bit more cautious than uh than you would normally be. You don't really want people entering your uh your direct area. So, I kind of put my hand out like a halt. Like kid, halt. And he he looked at me and like for the first time, it was like he recognized like, "Oh, this guy doesn't want me running toward him." And I I got to tell you, I have honestly no idea why he was running toward me in the first place. I have no idea. I was just getting the poker stop, the uh, Oak Park poker stop and like, I don't know. And then his his family looked down toward me and they gave me a wave, like, "Sorry, sorry." And I, you know, I shot him like a friendly wave back. I'm like I'm like a friendly guy that way, but uh it was weird, man. I I was about to lay this kid out with a well-placed front kick. Like a full circle sambo front kick right into his mush before he can get too close. But uh, luckily he um, he halted. I I think, though, that you got to and look, this is this is going to be bad. But you got to look at like some of the positives of um, everything that's going on. And one of the one of the positives that I see is people are getting out more without having to go to Target, without having to go and do all these things that we that we fill our time with. People are, are doing more wholesome more family-oriented outside activities. I I talk about the uh, junior high, the middle school, all the time, and I'll, I'll walk through there all the time. It's the uh, it's how I get to the um, Pokemon Go Pokestop, and there's basketball courts and a track, and there's tennis courts. All these all these things that you expect at a middle school. And when I when I go through now, I see more people than ever jogging the track. Everybody's being responsible. They're all they're all staying apart, but I see more people out there jogging. I see people out there shooting baskets that I've never seen in my life. I see people playing tennis. I see I see people doing all these like interesting outside activities where as before They'd probably be inside watching baseball, like I would be. Or they'd probably be inside watching whatever or doing whatever that's no longer available to them. So, in in, in one way, you do kind of got to look at this stuff and say, you know, sure, it's awful. Sure, it's boring. But it is freeing up a lot more time for a lot more, like, wholesome, family-oriented activities. This, uh, this came in from my, um, my good homie tapes from the crypt. 
on uh, on the tweet. He he wants to know like. What are some of my favorite quarantine snacks? Maybe like some snacks that I'm unable to get right now. And honestly, dog, I, I've had no problem like finding the things that I want like as so far. But I have to admit that I'm more of a forager than I am like directly a hunter. Meaning that when I go, I'm more than happy to take whatever is there. I'll I'll just take like the best option of whatever's there for the most part and. That leads to me going home with, you know, something. Always, always something. Usually, like, more than one something. But, uh, what what am I snacking on a lot right now? Well, I'll tell you what, um, what I got in the house as far as snacks. I got pretzels. I like pretzels. I dip into the pretzels with the hummus. We make our own hummus here at the, uh, at the ISR Earth Base. Big shout out to my... My gal Sarah, the Sagittarian, she she taught us how to make hummus in an amazing email. Her and I have had this email exchange going on for uh, many, many, many moons. She's a good pal of mine, but uh, she broke down how to make hummus, and we we do that. We make we make fairly large quantities because I don't know, man. I dig it. I dig it on pretzels. I dig it with like a carrot. I'll I'll like slice a carrot up into like carrot discs, and I'll I'll use them. As a, you know, to scoop out the hummus. It's great. Hummus is, hummus is delightful. If you're not into it, get into it right now. We have a can of Pringles. We have a can of regular Pringles. I like the Prings. We have some uh, ice cream sandwiches that are great. I love like an ice cream sandwich right before bed. We have um, club crackers, like uh, small, like the small, like um, snack packs where you get like 10, 15 crackers. I'm a cracker dude, man. I love saltines. I love club crackers. I love Ritz. If I had to rate them in order, it would be it would be saltines, Ritz, and then club crackers. With club being the uh, the top. I, I'm trying to think what else that we have. I honestly try not to keep a lot of snacks in the house. I like um little baby oranges. I eat a lot of those. I ate an apple earlier, I am really trying to cut down on the snacks. Your boy is like a snack boy. Like, I love, I love the snack, and I am, like, trying my hardest that, like, during this time period, during this confinement, I want to go down in weight, as opposed to up. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to come out looking like, uh, like, like a snack boy. I want to come out looking like I've been locked in solitary. I want to be gaunt. I want to be thin. I want to be all that good stuff. Not necessarily, but I'm, I'm trying to make the most of it as opposed to making the worst of it. I, I love to snack, man. I bought one of those big bags of um popcorn at the Dollar Tree. That a uh, big super salty popcorn. And sadly, I went through it in like three days, which is disgusting because now I'm gaunt in the way that like my body is just like it's been consumed by the salt. It's been sucked in. It's dry. I look like. I look like a mummy. Speaking of uh, trying to get gaunt like a mummy, we added um, a couple pieces to our garage gym setup. Look, dude, we got we got like the most desperate home gym setup in the garage. We're we're using like random things around the house trying to get a workout. But dude, you got to do what you got to do, man. This is this is a time of crisis. This is a time of just making do with what's available. And like I like I mentioned in the past, we got a couple dumbbells. We got a kettlebell, and we um we found like a long pipe, like a long piece of pipe, and we took some we had some milk jugs that we had uh, been saving up for some kind of a project, and we we filled them up with dry concrete, not like completed concrete. We had a couple bags of concrete from a backyard from a backyard project, and we took them, 
put the concrete inside the milk jugs, and we hung it off the bar. We taped them in place, like duct taped them in place, so it's safe. Don't worry. Like they're not gonna like fall off and hit your dude or anything. But um, we'll we'll like take the uh the concrete jugs off and use the bar for various like bench press weights. I I myself I do two jugs on each side. The wife does. She does one jug on each side, but it's all good. Actually, to be honest, the two jugs isn't like, it's not like quite enough for me. So when I'm doing it, she'll, she'll kind of like lean down on the bar, like adding some extra weight. But I'm telling you, man, you got to make do with what you have. You got to try to find things around your house that you can use for different purposes. I'll tell you, I'll tell you another piece of uh, exercise equipment that I'm using right now. I, I had a heavy bag hanging in the garage. I have one right now, but I had... I had a different one at a different time, and it's kind of been sitting over in the side yard under a tarp, and I I remembered it was there, and I brought it out, and these these are heavy. They weigh, like, over 100 pounds. They're, they're, like, full of sand or whatever they're full of, but what I do is I threw it on the ground, and we have, like, a path, like a, a path made of paving stones in the backyard, and I'll, I'll take the bag, and I flip it, like, end over end. Like, when you see, like, MMA or, like, CrossFit dudes flipping, like, tires. I don't got a big tire. I got a big heavy bag. So I grab one end, flip it over, flip it over, flip it. It takes, like, 10 or 11 flips to get all the way down this uh, this pathway. And then I'll, I'll do it back. I'll do it, like, two or three times. And then even sometimes I'll, I'll bend down, get the bag around, like, what I consider to be, like, the waist. And I'll pick it up. And suplex it on the ground. I'm I'm getting desperate for like physical activity, man. I gotta tell you. I'm so desperate that I'm I'm doing like vertical suplexes on a heavy bag. But the bag's the bag weighs a ton. It's a it's a good workout getting this thing up. Every time I do like the uh the rotation of bag flips, the next day, like my legs, like my thighs and my upper back are killing me because I gotta I try to like explode through the bag. Like, I try to, like, explode and flip it as hard as I can. I'm not trying to do, like, routine flips. I'm trying to do hard flips. I want to come out of this like, I'm looking at this like a jail sentence, and I want to come out of jail looking fit. I want to be jacked. I want to be huge. I realize you can't really do that in a month, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best, and I want you guys to do your best, too. I think I'm gonna sign off. I think this is good. I think this is a fun episode. I think you're gonna have a good time. Look, I'll be back in a couple days. You won't miss me. It'll be It'll be all good in the hood, but until we meet again, this is your boy Icy Robot signing off. Do the time. Don't let the time do you. All right, that's it. Let's roll. Hey. Hey. Let's be careful. Let's be careful. Let's be careful. Let's be careful. This has been an Icy Robots radio production. 